Hello and welcome to yet another episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week we pick a few news items relating to US colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade, college counselor. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to US colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io/coronavirus. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. Hey Shweta, how are you? Good, Venkat, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. So, um, I guess, um, you know, we are blessed with big news items every week. <laughs> so, I, I'm not sure blessed it's is the right word. It's a bittersweet thing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not sure blessed is the right word, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I guess the first and the big story I kind of wanted to jump into is the um, punch and the counterpunch. So, I guess... The international students who don't take online classes this fall have, have to basically go back to their home countries or face deportation. And I guess a bunch of colleges are beginning to take action, file lawsuits against the government. You know, Harvard, MIT, and the University of California joined in as well. So looks like it'll grow. So what do you, what do you feel about this? What do you think about all this? This is a- incredible to to me that this is happening. I would have just assumed they would extend that um, forgiveness until, you know, things really started to show some improvement for a, a, at least stronger opportunities for a hybrid model mm-hmm. where students can kind of do some remote, some in class kind of thing. And at mm-hmm. the rate of what's happening you know, w- between the different states within U.S., it's two K now on that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the government is willing to just say, you know, too bad for you, you need to go kind of thing is really, really sad. And I actually have a personal, you know, opinion on this. Nothing, it's not based on anything, just the, I feel there's a tip, there's some political drive behind it. And using this as an opportunity, like a strategy in poker to call your bluff kind of thing mm-hmm. and hoping to, to force the universities across the country to open in person. Right. And as with Harvard, MIT, and now the UC, University of California system, you know, fighting back, um, they have professional organizations on their side as well, supporting them. And, and going after the government saying you, you can't. So it's, it's a little insane that this is happening. And there's really, honestly, it makes no sense. There's no logic behind it. Yeah. I mean, it's insane at so many levels. I mean, if you first think about the students who are impacted, I mean, these guys just went through hell the last few months, the ones that stayed back or couldn't go back to their home countries. And, you know, they were, had to vacate their campuses, I mean, their dorms and 
had to find accommodation and you know the whole nine yards so they've been suffering through all that and um and you know and and just to then have this thing fall on them and and you know and and the reality is that all these students come into come to these universities and they're paying a huge freight i mean they're they're paying the full tuition and the costs and everything and so there's a tremendous amount of financial burden on them and their families and uh, to do this just um, almost whimsically is uh, outright ridiculous to me so so yeah it it goes it, against all logic you have students that are paying you know they're not paying out of state they're paying premium pricing right. to go to some of these universities and they're willing to do what they need to do to get that education and you know the the government is saying it almost you know implies that they don't value that yeah see the thing i don't understand is that um obviously the students and the colleges are fighting about you know should we pay full tuition for online or not and that's a separate discussion but at the end of the day um whether they go on campus or not um there is going to be a revenue generation here and so if we are all about getting back to work and getting businesses uh to make money and all that so that is going to happen it's just going to happen in a different way or it might happen at a slower rate but um to kind of discount all that and try to force people back on campus um just for the optics really uh makes no sense right i mean yes. it, it it just is uh there's just so much more at stake here and you know um and and you know and frankly not everybody has the money the resource not every college has the resources to do everything right and the ones in big cities are truly scared and then of course the current wave we are going through in you know 35 out of 50 states um isn't exactly warming the cockles of my heart so you know it it is just not uh, not the kind of thing you want to see and any adding stress when there is already a lot of stress um it, otherwise exactly exactly and if i'm an international student that was potentially looking at going to get my education in the us i would probably be revisiting those options uh-huh. and maybe looking at the alternate countries that i wasn't looking too closely at you know different countries in europe uh-huh. possibly canada um and maybe even revisiting their home options as well because it's now going to force them to say it's too unpredictable uh-huh. and they may not see the value in going through that which i can totally understand yeah i mean there's no logic or rationale um and then if you know if things are happening too much sort of in a haphazard fashion uh, there's only so much that people can put up with so and, and you know the consequences i mean the some of the kids who are not going to be able to finish their um degrees or whatever they embarked on leaving something semi done uh, it's not it's not the right message we should be sending to the world and um and there's a lot that us gains from the whole thing so it's it's just not it just it's just it's not right i mean that's i think that, yeah okay yeah. so and I the ever changing yeah go ahead sorry no I, it's continually changing and you know who knows what's going to happen next week 
I know. I mean, you know, the virus is bad enough that, you know, we don't need <laughs> new dimensions to this. Exactly. The other topic I thought, um, which is sort of related to the first one in the sense of that it's about colleges reopening in fall, um, it seems like uh, faculty in various institutions, um, the faculty is getting quite vocal about the safety issues um, as it relates to, you know, in-campus or in-class um, instruction, especially around um, the safety requirements. And I think, I think it was Georgia or Georgia Tech, or maybe it was universities in Georgia that talked about face masks being optional. And that triggered off a huge response from the faculty. Um, what, yeah. what do you think the about University that? The University of Georgia system, the, mm-hmm. the university system in Georgia includes Georgia Tech institution, right? Yeah. Um, they have been managing system that they are going to go in person. And then, you know, I think uh, the quote I read was face masks, face masks are encouraged, but optional. Mm-hmm. So, and you look at faculty, you know, a lot of these faculty members, they're in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, and maybe even older. Okay. So they start approaching some of the high-risk factors of people who, if they contract the virus, that they have some, you know, things that are going to make them much more susceptible to actually showing symptoms. And okay. so there's a real safety concern there for them. Yeah, I was reading that the average tenured faculty age is 55 or more or something like that. So, yeah, so it is it is definitely an issue. And 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 I, I you know, I think, again, just my way of thinking, colleges are places of higher learning and one would expect them to be following science and data. Um, <laughs> yes. Right. Rather than. Um, whatever the flavor of the day is. And so this just, and, and Georgia Tech, which ranks as a pretty good STEM school, a uh, very high STEM school, actually. And, you know, for them to be even contemplating such things uh, just blows my mind. So, um, so I guess this, you know, not a whole lot to be happy about but I think the fact that there is pushback and, you know, f- people fighting back, I think, I guess it's, uh, the system is working, but you shouldn't have to fight so hard about things that seem so straightforward, at least to me. Uh, you know, these are not the ones to fight about. No, that it, I agree. But unfortunately, that's the situation we are all swept up in. So please... <laughs> taking it one day at a time yeah so it's gonna be a long summer and so we'll figure that you know by the (laughs) by the time you know people do colleges do reopen in some fashion whether it's uh, online or in class um, I think a lot of things uh, will happen so cool so we'll stay in touch I think um, these are some two big issues that have huge implications so We'll follow them and more and uh, meet up again next week to talk about more stuff. But till then, take care. And Great job. uh, Likewise. So bye-bye.
Take care. Yep. Bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's College News Fit to Digest. Stay connected with us by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash Alma Matters. These podcasts are brought to you by almamatters.io. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you.